we are on. Okay, I'm just like so excited because this is our first time we're recording where we're in person. I know. The stars really aligned for Kendall to be able to take a quick trip to the States. A quick and visit. jaunt. Quick yeah. jaunt. So. Um, no. So the entire time, and it's funny because people didn't realize this for a long time, but that we have been recording every single thing you've heard. We have been in two different countries. We are literally looking at each other. I see her eyeballs right in front Can of me. Can you believe it? I feel like this is really special. It's really special. Also, catch us having tech difficulties figuring out how to record on one mic, which should be easier, but, but it somehow. <laughs> um, no, but I am just so excited for season two. We took a little break in between, collected ourselves, and we're back. And we always kind of planned it this way, that we would do one full season, and then kind of see what we wanted to do going forward. Um, and also give us the out. If we were like, okay, we do a season. We just committed to one season. And I was like, okay, if this is the end, it's the end. Cool, cool, cool. Um, and we have missed you guys truly ever since we stopped recording. Like when we wrapped up season one, which if we remember, we wrapped up season one. I just had Levi. Um, took a minute. And then now we are back. And it really showed us, I think, that, we loved it so much that we were like, no, we actually have to keep, we had to keep going. So I thought it would be cool for us to read three things. I have um, both of us write down three things that we learned from the last season or like three things that we took away. I say that we just like go back and forth and okay. like read like one thing, you know, each. We'll yep. go back and forth. Okay. Spitball. Okay. You want to go first? Sure. I'll kick to. us off all here. Right, all right. So... The first thing as I thought about when I was recording season one with you, I might've talked about this before, but, and it might sound simplistic in advice, like, or it might sound simplistic in general, scaring yourself more. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think like what came out of me putting myself on mic with you is I always like chicken out at the, at the very brink of where I want to take myself comfort wise. Okay. So real. So I will always like challenge myself just enough to where it's still in the safe zone. And this was kind of blasting past that because I was sharing a side of myself, although so open, I am really open online and mm -hmm. Kimball and I represent each other like very differently with our styles, mm -hmm. but I had never opened up exactly about my like spiritual health, where I was spiritually with that many people. Yeah. And I was carrying this like invisible or actually apparent shame or uh, feeling like the odd man out energy with this. And so once I actually got it out there, which will lead into my second point later, but scaring yourself more is really something that I learned because I kind of pushed past the brink of where my comfort zone was. Whereas before I was just like skating, ice skating on the rink mm -hmm. and it really paid off to me, not as far as like success wise, but just like paid off as far as like for my soul fulfillment. Yes that I, I did something that I, that scared me. And I know people will tell you that. And if you bought a self-help book, it probably said that, but I had had that advice swimming in the back of my head. I mean, for years, mm -hmm. that is something that a lot of entrepreneurs that I respect say, but until it's like drinking water, like until you actually start doing it every single day or like, or implementing it in a way that really does like mean that you like brought yourself there. Yeah. It didn't actually click how much it brought me as yes. far as the people that I've met, the things that I've started to like talk about more, the things that actually opened up my, my close networks 
eyes, like things that I've been able to talk about with people that are close to me that I never knew felt the same as me. Like mm. all of these connections and just self growth that it brought me just to scare myself by putting my voice out for anyone that wants to hear. It, and I'm sure same with you mm-hmm. is worth its weight in gold. And I think too, like just in, in terms of that, where, you know, people have come to us like, okay, um, you know, I want to start a podcast or I want to like, how do you do this? And I was like, okay, we truly had to get on YouTube and figure out how to do this from like bare bones, scratch city. So I feel like it's a whole testament as Angela says, like with the whole scaring yourself thing is like, if we can do it, anyone can do this. I'm not even saying podcasting particularly. It's like, whatever you're scared of, like no one just arrived there. It's like, you actually had to be like, wow, I don't know what I'm doing and I'm YouTubing this and whatever. So I, I love the like scare yourself more. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What a vibe for this year. Okay. Uh, is that? Yeah. Know? Yeah. That one's, that one's my number one. Yeah. And I wanted to say too, like as we're reading these, that this podcast is just something that I'm, you know, coming to realize more and more is that anything you put out there is just like co-creation. Like you guys are just as much as part of this as we are. And um, it's just as much for you guys as it has been for ourselves. So by you, participating in this and listening, like we are creating something together. And I'm just like, everything that we're learning is because you are here to listen to it too. It fueled us forward. Yes. So, okay. Something that I learned through season one was it reminded me how, how important or that it's as important to create as it is to consume. I think that consuming inspiration, help, et cetera, et cetera, from others is such a gift, but it's in creating that our tools that we've been learning actually get implemented. And so I think, for example, for anyone who's listening to this, I don't, I really don't think it needs to be like a podcast or even something public, but something that keeps getting drilled into me is like, you need to create as much as you consume. And I think that when we consume a lot, um, it almost like dams up our, our river to keep the water flowing, to keep creativity flowing, to keep like expanding we have to consume, produce, consume, produce. And, um, and that we can become stagnant when we just consume, no matter how inspirational it is. And I think, you know, I just can't tell you how much growth, like we both got from just creating in whatever capacity, but I think that it's important to create or use what you've been learning, like implementing it so that it actually becomes a skill you have. You know what I mean? Yes. I actually think it became more dangerous for me to consume more content Mm -hmm. that was parallel to something that I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Like the closer it got to something that I could picture myself doing, Mm -hmm. the more it enabled me not to do it myself. Yes. So it was like actually almost like there's a close line between like inspiration and as far as then like it was giving me the backseat vibe where I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh, now I'm just watching someone do something in the same vein, not yeah. the same thing, but within the same channel, within the same vibe, whatever, whatever that could be. Like Kendall said, this is not just podcasting. It could be about anything, but like we're constantly, I think as humans attracted to something that we also can see ourselves doing or like that inspires us that yeah. is human nature. But the closer it got to what I could visualize for myself, the more it would sometimes challenge me to break away from someone else living and just like walking in someone else's footsteps inspiration wise. Mm-hmm. And doing it for myself. So yes. I think that's a really good point. No, and I think that something that um, was really interesting to me um, was that I learned that when we experience envy of what someone else is doing, like if someone were listening to this and being like, oh man, I'm really envious that like, I want to have a podcast or like whatever. When you experience envy, it actually means you're close enough to it 
that you can do it. Yeah, it's in your and brim of reality it's, now. It's in, yeah, because it's like, we're not actually really jealous. We'd be like, oh, that's nice. Like for a celebrity, you're mm -hmm. like, that'd be nice yeah. like if I had a Ferrari. Sure. But it's like so far out of like the realm of possibility that it's not actually envy. It's like, must be nice, right? But I started realizing when I was creating the podcast and things like that, it was like, I was feeling envious, which can sometimes uh, become like, you know, comparison or like whatever, however that vein kind of comes out was that I started recognizing that as if I'm envious of this, I am actually close enough to it that I just need to do it mm -hmm. instead of letting fear keep me in this like proverbial backseat yeah. and believe that like, you know, just watching someone else. And I think, you know, what you're saying too is comparison can make you feel like there's already too many people doing it. And this podcast really, really showed me that it's like, no matter what, if you are doing it, you're the only one who's going to do it your way. Like mm -hmm. our podcast, even if it's within the same like woo woo vein, is different than somebody else's. And yeah. whoever's listening to this, obviously like connected to that kind of brand of woo woo. So I think, yeah, I don't know. Um, the world's still missing your voice. So if you're, if you're talking yourself out of this actually like leads perfectly into what my second thing is. Um, but yeah, using your envy as a compass is a great just way of living life. Like, what is it trying to tell you instead of like being upset that your life isn't where you want it to be? Just like maybe it, turn that into, okay, what can it be? What, what mm -hmm. am I attracted to? Why do I keep looking at these people's content or looking at this person's life or like, and, and just see where that takes you? Because mm -hmm. I think embodying that, embodying that instead of like mm -hmm. envying it, yeah. you know, it feels so much more, oh my gosh, it feels so good when you just like, yeah, go for it. Go for That's it. actually Create my second it. point. My second point is don't wait. And I, I have to tell myself this constantly. So if I've told you this in my real life or you've heard this on the podcast, it's because I need the constant reminder and I hope you do too. Do not wait. I, I could get emotional about this. Do not wait until you feel mm. like you've got things aligned. Me and Kendall have both had young, young children, like babies while we were recording. And it took a lot of connecting and scheduling and conflicts and moving things around and recording it hours, hours that, you yeah. know, and if it's important to you, you'll, you'll make it happen. But also it like, don't wait, don't wait mm. until, Oh, when I have more time, I have a really fulfilling job or, or a demanding job. I should say, let's say you, you work full time and you come home and you just feel like there's not enough time in the day. And just like, I really, really encourage you to not wait. Don't wait until you feel like you're going to have more time when you have more flexibility, like make it work with what you already have, like the framework of your life and lean into the pockets of time that you can commit yes. to your passion project. And I swear to you, it will pay off in the way that it makes you feel day to day in the way that it, yes. you carry yourself in the world. It doesn't have to be public. No one has to even know that you're yeah. working on it, but just putting in that time, mm -hmm. like I cannot stress enough. If I waited, this is like my constant Achilles heel or like, this is what keeps me back a lot of the time. And this is what my big block is as I always have an excuse on why I can't do it now. And I'll give a perfect example. I've been saying, I'm going to make a YouTube channel for like 10 years. I said, I, Oh, I didn't have the right computer. My husband bought me a computer. Oh, I didn't have this. Then I had the time. I didn't have this. Uh, you can do what ifs, what ifs, what ifs until you're blue in the face. But like ultimately the circumstances are never going to be perfect. Mm -hmm. They're just going to have to work. You're just going to have to lean into the time that you have or the re resources that you already have. Just don't wait. A, a lot of the stuff where it's like, just don't wait is you can totally like ramshackle it in the background. Like, you know, one of the things that Angela and I did, it was raining outside. We had this whole like inspiration for what we're going to do. It's raining outside. It's cold, blah, blah, blah. We truly threw a curtain 
over a clothing rod and took some of these photos in front of a window. And it's like, they came out so cool. We were yeah. so excited, but it was, it's like, don't wait. Like we could have said, well, we can't do this at all because we're not in a studio where it's not the right conditions. Or it's or, raining and our first shoot was going to be outside. And we're like, now it's raining and cold and we can't do it. And like, I know that's a small excuse, but it's just kind of like, you can duct tape it in the background yeah. and just go for it. Like it doesn't have to be perfect. So yeah, I love that. Um, and that actually kind of bleeds into like what I'm going to say was that you are a teacher wherever you are in your journey. And that was a big thing I learned because I, I know for me, I had imposter syndrome that I wasn't an expert in some of the things that we wanted to discuss. And we both were like, oh gosh, like, do, do we have enough snuff to be even discussing this and going on mic? But I think that you guys showed us that you didn't need or want an expert. You wanted to learn beside us. And I hope that encourages you like wherever you are in your journey, dear listener, that you're learning things right now that can help someone else. So whether that's like, writing about it or discussing it or talking to your friends or like whatever is that we really are a teacher in whatever we are experiencing right now, anywhere in our journey. And I love that we got to not be experts and still get to just discuss what we're learning. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wow. I oh, do you, do you have your last one? Yeah. Did you do three? Okay. This is my last one and it's very, very within that same vein because I do, I love the idea of like, you can, number one, you can always teach someone something else and you can always learn from everyone around you. Yeah. Like you're, you're constantly the student and the teacher and like to encourage you to embody both roles when it sees, when you see fit and similar to don't wait, like don't feel like you have to have the perfect certification or the right training mm -hmm. or like, oh, I can say I studied under this person or I've taken this person's course. So then I feel like more legit. Like, yes, of course, like we're always lifelong learners. That's what we hope that you guys are too. And we're never going to say, you know, don't take courses that, you know, fuel you up. Like uh -huh. you don't need to rely on the crutch of your teachers anymore. Yeah. And like, yes, you can always learn. So I don't want, I don't want this to come off like, oh, we know it now. We actually don't. And we're glad that you're along with us learning because like, I want you to catch us on the way and like mm -hmm. always on the way. Like mm -hmm. we're never going to always be Always on Always the on the way. way. Always. I want to get that like tatted on yeah. my body. Like always on the way. Always on the way. Yeah. Here we are. All right. Continue. All right. Number Sorry. three. So no, no, please. Um, this is really within that same vein too. Done is better than perfect. Nick mm -hmm. tells me that my husband like helps me with this a lot because I never would have called myself a perfectionist ever. And I still don't think I am, but there's a lot and Kendall can, can vouch for this. There's a lot of recordings that right after we end it, I'm like, that was trash. We need to throw it away. Like I always she was in spiral city spiral zone always like, I mean, constantly spiraling and then having to face that, like, you know what, I'm going to release this and it's not going to be perfect. And in fact, when I catch the replay, if we don't really like listen back to ourselves that much, but if we do, and I'm like, oh, I should have said that, or I shouldn't have said that, or I cringe at some point, then that's part of it. Like that means that I was like, I was creating in the moment in the space that I was in at that time. Yes. And like, it's a moment in time. It's not like defining who I am as a whole. If there's things I would change, that's good. That means I'm in the metamorphosis. Mm -hmm. Like I'm already moving on from who that was, even if it was a couple months ago. Mm -hmm. So like done is better than perfect is advice I've heard a lot before. But like overall, like a huge ping and a huge download that I got about this podcast is like, just do it. Just do it. Just go, mm -hmm. just go figure out how to use your freaking computer that you've had and that you've been sitting on and that you're going to scream at while you're trying to figure out how to turn on the audio and then cry and like read all these websites and whatever, like whatever's holding you back, just like, just just do it and done is, better, done than is better than perfect. Yeah. And I think that was something interesting. Um, Nicole who shout out, she does our editing. Yes. Um, 
my friend Nicole, she um, was talking to me about that the other day that she was like, um, whenever I had started doing kind of like illustration and like letter, I mean, you guys have seen it now on my, um, on the promo for our podcast and things, but I do that all by hand, like just illustrate or write or whatever. And when I was trying to figure out my style with that, I didn't want to put it out because I was like, this isn't where I want to go. And I told Nicole that I was like, I sent it to her and said, do you like this? She was like, yeah, this is great. This is great. Put it out. And I was like, but this isn't where I want to end. Like, and she just said like, you have to put it out to get to where you end, you yeah. know? And, um, but I had forgotten about that cause it's been a while. And I just saw her and she told me that that was something that she's like internalized for her own business that she said, I didn't understand. She said, well, I saw what you put out and encouraged you to put out, thought it was good then. But she said, I realize now when I see what you're doing now, like how that evolution has happened. But if you hadn't put it out before you were ready, you would have never gotten to your style now she's a perfectionist and she was just like, I think that that was a really good lesson for me that if you never put it out, you won't ever get to the place. Like now I can put it out and I'm like, I love this. Mm -hmm. You know, like the yeah. perfectionist in me is like, well, I, I did the evolution. Like I found, like, I'm still growing in that, but like I can put it out and not be embarrassed, but I was in the beginning. Yeah. But she was like, yeah, if you hadn't put it out before you were ready, you would have never actually gotten to a point where you're like, this is my style. And like, great. Yeah. Also like, I have to tell myself, try to dismiss that voice in your head that says this is going to staple you into your identity. Like as if this is oh, your signature. So real. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like sometimes I'm like, oh, well, what if I don't want that to be my signature? And I'm trying to think of this whole story about like, what if I change my mind? What if I start doing this? Okay. Yeah. I follow people in my life that I like am in, uh, that have had multiple careers, multiple passions. They, they've pivoted a thousand times. Mm -hmm. Do I think of them any less from their version one of themselves? Yeah, no. no. I think I put a lot of pressure on myself to be not one track because I'm, I'm attracted to people that are multifaceted, multi-passioned, but have the whole vibe already from the beginning. Yeah. When really you can find the vibe along the way. Well, I had dinner with my cousin last night and um, she was talking about how she's been wanting to do this creative project. She's been in corporate, like, you know, whatever, but she's been talking about wanting to do this creative project. And like five years ago, she told me about it. I was like, it's just not in the cards for me. It just doesn't, it won't feasibly like fit into my life. You know, like I went to dinner with her last night and she's been doing it for like six months. And she said, I realized I just had to make it my cards. Like yeah. it's not going to be in, in the cards. Like, and yeah. she's figuring it out. She was like, you know, I'm in my mid thirties and I'm just starting this for the first time. And she said, there's so much in me that just wants to be like, well, I missed the boat. So one in my cards, missed the boat, whatever. She was like, I am so happy. And I just, my heart exploded for her because I was like, hold on to that. Mm -hmm. I hold on to that sense of like happy with creating because that's, that's where it's at right there. You can't bottle that up. No, that's like, you can't sauce. buy it. You can't do it, you know, but I think even for her, she's like, didn't see herself as a creative didn't see herself in a position to be able to do this thing. And she just like started doing it. I was like, I'm just going to do it. And she was like, I created my cards essentially not waited for them to be right. And I just, I love that. And I just really stuck out to me. I was like, I have to talk about this on the pod. So, um, the last one that I have is that, um, reiterating from this last season was that shame disappears when you take your ex experiences out of the closet. Mm. That like, 
we talked about things on the podcast that were honestly really freaking hard for both of us to own, like more so than I think people even realize because we just put it out there. And I don't think even you guys can understand how hard some of these topics were based on the audience of people who are listening to us, like family members who didn't know certain things or how we stood on things mm-hmm. or just things that were very personal from our past or things like that. And I don't know, we joke, you know, when we like did the recordings, we're like, okay, we are put on so many people's prayer chains right now. Like it is unreal, but, um, we were accepted by all of the people that we were scared of hearing this stuff. Like Angela and I had different blocks with that, um, that we had to work through, but we were so like the people that we were the most scared of hearing us accepted us and even like bought into the things that we were doing. So I, want to say thank you for everyone who's listening for like holding the space for us to be vulnerable because I feel so much more free. If there's a part of your story or a part of your belief system, or even if you're listening to something called woo woo school and you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. I could never even share this. Like I get it. Like Angela and I've gone through that too, you know, but if you share that part of yourself, it really is set free. Yeah. I don't know. And I just feel so much more free after this last season. Damn. What a blessing. What a bless up. Bless up. Okay. We're like, let's spitball let's- style. First of all, you need to like pull out some freaking Palo Santo something. Oh, I know. I know. I- I'm saying like listeners, you need to like set a vibe. Yeah. You need to like write your intentions down yes. and really like pen to paper, journal it, do it. So, um, why don't you kick us off since I started the 20, like what season one taught us, but I did want to like jump in. Something came to me while she was, uh, Kendall was saying the thing about the, her cousin. Um, I just want to remind you that you are creative. Yes. Period. I think there's, um, there's pressure to be a certain kind of creative or that only it's only for certain people and not for you. Like you picked an outfit out today with your own brain that nobody else chose. Like that was something that you chose. Creative just means creating. Creating. You made, you made your lunch Lunch. today. Creating. Anything. So I, I don't want that to hold you back because I mean, just as a separate example, like one of my spirit guides told me to paint more. And I like, remember being like, Oh, I'm not a painter. Like already, already counting myself out before trying, like knowing that what I consider an artist, I wasn't going to like put on as my own hat, but well, number one, no one has to see it. Number two, it doesn't have to be like anyone else's. And number three, like I am creative and so are you. And so I just, I really felt like called to tell you that Mm -hmm. because I think that, um, we can like we can count ourselves out before we even give ourselves a chance. So, and I also feel that every single person has a spiritual gift and you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I don't want, this will go into my intentions. You'll see, you'll see, you'll see. Okay. Okay. okay so I'm just going to go through my three intentions. So I'm going to read this. One is I want to bring in conversations that leave you and us feeling like we can create and live in the reality we want. That was a big mm-hmm. thing for Angela and I that we yeah. keep talking about is yeah. like, when we get low vibe, we're like, bro, we can literally create our own reality. Like we can create this space on the podcast. We can dress however the heck we want. We can eat how we want. We can have the life. Like, why are we getting down in the dumps? We, I want to, us and you guys be empowered to know that we can feel like we, we can create the life we want and live in it. All right. Two, I want to banish any stereotypes of what spiritual growth has to look like. Mm, that's a good um, one. This is just as much for the person on their yoga mat as it is for the person eating Cheez-Its out of the box watching reality TV. Oh, that's me. 
you, but you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. growth and exploration is never for a single type of job, lifestyle, income, or zip code. Yeah. Oh, that's good, Ken. Yes. You know, like yes. I'm so, this is not like you have to be, be drinking celery juice for you to let spiritually vibe. And I yeah. think that there's so many stereotypes with this that I, I will hear my friends be like, oh, well, this isn't for me because they feel like someone like, oh, well, I, I'm, you know. I don't eat healthy. So like woo woo school isn't for me. I'm like, okay, it doesn't, it is so beyond that. No. And we need to break down stereotypes of that. I know that it's very trendy right now to have this very curated, like spiritual space, but you are a spiritual being. Your car is spiritual. You, yeah. Like your car, you, you are a spiritual being. Yeah. You have a spiritual gift and you live in a spiritual space to exist. You are a spiritual being. And so whether that is like on the couch eating Cheez-Its or like you drinking celery juice and on the mat, both are beautiful experiences, but it covers every single person. So I just want to break down stereotypes. Yes. For that. That's I'm done great. with that. Done with that. Oh my gosh, or us even one. having the pressure to like get into this like spiritual quote, quote, spiritual box. You're right. To be able to speak our truth. You're right. You're right. You're right. So oh done my with gosh. that. that done with I that. Love. I feel that in my bones. Um, three, I feel like Angela will love this more dicking around this season. Oh, hell yeah. We took season one. <laughs> we took, uh, season one. We like started it, like trying to be so serious. We're like, okay, listen, we just, you know, this is serious stuff. And I was like, okay, we, you guys loved the most when we were truly just bringing an element of fun and something that I keep saying to myself, like going forward for this whole season of my life is bringing more play into every single thing I do this year. I want my life to feel like play. I'm sorry. All of a sudden I'm having this feeling of like, life is so precious. Sorry to get like, whatever. It's just that life really is precious. And that we need to be playing. Life needs to feel that is enjoyable. I know we just went through a freaking heck of a time. Mm -hmm. Like everyone is kind of in the dumps for various reasons. And we all struggled in our own way. And we're not going to go down that because you know, whatever we're vibing up. But I think that it, life is too short for us to not give ourselves permission to play, create the space to play and not take ourselves too seriously. And so we're here to like serve you know, the juice, but we're also here to play in the juice, you know yes. what I mean? And have a good time with it. So those are my intentions is that bringing conversations to create our own reality, banish stereotypes of what spiritual growth has to look like and more dicking around. Yay. Okay, that's a good, those are good ones. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. Your turn. So here's mine. So I wanted to bring on three guests that view the world completely differently than me, or yes. like a whole different lens than mine. Yeah. And I really want to challenge like me and Kendall like grew up in the same city. We, you know, we like have a similar, like, look, we, I mean, we, we want to, I want to branch out and hear somebody that has like a completely different upbringing than me, or like, mm -hmm. I want somebody that can weigh in here on where Love. they're at in their spiritual journey. So three guests. And if you have someone in mind, or you think you're going to be good, like hit me in the DMS because slide I really, slide in. Yeah. So that's number one. Number two is I don't want to dance around topics that made me uncomfortable in the past and like do a more oh, head-on approach. True. So like I, like Kendall was saying about how she feels so much more free and like the, the chains have been banished as far as now that this is out here, whether people in our life have listened or not, we feel like because it's accessible, like now you know how I, where I stand on things and I'm still working through a block where I'm around a, a community of people that I think maybe are a little bit 
less open to something that's a more alternative spirituality. Like mm. I keep trying to be like, Oh, well sometimes I'll count it out. Well, first off I'll be like, uh, oh, I don't know if you would like it. It's very like, I yeah. already count out my own project that I'm proud of just because I'm trying to make them more comfortable. Mm -hmm. So I want to uh, challenge myself to not do that. And number two, I don't know if they're going to be interested or not. What mm -hmm. if they, what Let if they, people surprise you? What, yeah. What if they, you. you know, and we've been surprised. So what if this is exactly what they're looking for? So like, I want to unapologetically like talk about what I like. And that's not a block for both of us. So yeah, we, we, so yeah. I have some examples like that. tarot reads, alternative medicine, astrology. Like I don't want to dance around anymore and barely like, to, if I believe it, then Dip I believe toe, it. Yeah. And I don't need to like cater to everyone around me. Like I always want to make a space that anybody feels welcome to come to. And I stand by that. And I think Kendall and I do a good job of that, but I, I don't want to shy away from something I believe just because I think it might like, turn the other person off because yeah. at this point, like, like she said, life's too short. Like, I don't want to feel like I am tiptoeing. There's no reason I'm not causing any harm. And if I'm not causing any harm and I, I encourage you to take that as a mantra, does this cause the other person harm for me to mention? Like, a, and if it doesn't, then it doesn't. And Do like, no harm, take no shit. Yeah. So, you know? so I want to encourage me and Kendall to not dance around topics anymore and, and not feel like we have to be so broad or be so delicate. Like we're always going to try to come in with a sensitive ear and like, we're always open to learning how to do something better. But, um, that's just, that's one of my goals. And then it like made my heart race. I already like thinking about it. It just makes me so nervous. And it's like in a thrilling way, like I'm nervous and excited and you know how anxiety be like, it's the same, but yeah, but it, I like, actually I'm like my yeah, heart got, when yeah, you're like talking about go that, like, Oh gosh. Okay. Here we go. We got to, for season two. I, I feel like it, it, it challenges us and it also, allows you guys to like do the same. Like, I feel like if we can't do it, then like, what are we, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, we have to. So this is like a build it and they will come kind yeah. of vibe. Okay. Like that's from field of dreams. That's one of my dad's favorite movies. Me and my dad are not close as you probably might know, but like he used to say that all the time, like build it and they will come. Mm -hmm. And like, it's from that movie. I think it's a baseball movie. I haven't even seen it. Like, so I'm a poser, oh, gosh, but I, don't remember. <laughs> I, I don't, I, it, but the, the message is like, and this like relates here, but Talk about what you genuinely believe in, genuinely are passionate about, and the people will find you. You don't yeah. have to find the people. Yeah. Like I, I don't have to go and try to fit my mold into other people's life. Like yeah. I don't, I don't need to be doing yeah. that anymore. And I like encourage you listening to not do that either. Yeah, if yeah, you're not, yeah. if you're not hurting anyone else, then move forward with bravery and like you're in the right, you're on the right track. Yeah, you're getting closer and closer, and you are, you're already, you know, you're making waves in a good way. Yeah. And like I just, that's that's one of my main goals for the next year in my life and just in the podcast for season two. And then the next one is like kind of fun. And I'm going to play with, I, to be fair, I thought of this like today, so I haven't, I haven't picked it out yet, but I want to do a huge manifestation in my life oh, and follow um, it from beginning to end. So like okay, follow it love. to where I feel like, Oh, I'm getting nervous. Tell you guys about like winks from the universe. So like, okay. and like, I'm going to be checking in. So that might be one that's just like kind of threaded mm -hmm. throughout our next season. Mm -hmm. I'm um, very into and that. You're welcome to do one too. I have one in mind. So okay, I do yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So we'll discuss. We'll give it. Right, right. So I just think it will be cool to look at the power of a big manifestation. And it'll also yes. challenge me and Kendall to make like, to like believe yeah. and keep the faith. Yeah. So if I'm checking in with y'all about where I'm at and as far as like, maybe I'll just do more affirmations on it, on mic, like, yeah. And just, and, and just progress, you know, because sometimes a big manifestation, it might not have a time date or timestamp. It might not, mm -hmm. maybe you do want to have it this year, mm -hmm. or maybe it's open-ended, but like they will be winks from the universe along the way. Also, and I think that it is important because even in the stuff that Angela and I have manifested before, we're like, oh my gosh, like, look at how cool this is that this happened. But it's like, we didn't actually cue everybody in into 
the roller coaster of it of like until after abandonment, believing that right. it's like you're silly and like right. whatever. And then the universe winks at you and then you doubt again. And right. it's like, yeah. So I think following yeah. the journey is, yeah. is really good. And um, then it'll be a stamp for us to look back at and be like, it came true. Yeah. Cause we it can will do that beside you guys. Um, yeah, so, so I love that very, uh, and I don't know. I just feel when I was driving over here, I was just, I texted Angela and I was like, I was literally crying thinking about how lucky I feel that we are to create this together, like to just be in person, you know, with Angela, but to, um, inhabit this space and have you guys even listening. I just, I feel such a gratefulness to co-create with you guys. I feel so blessed to like share an energetic space with Angela. I feel just really grateful and buzzy and energized for this whole project. And I'm just like to, to sit in a place where we're pressing record again, just feels like so great. So on time. Um, so I'm really excited about season two. Me too. Ken couldn't have said it better myself. And thank you. Thank you for sharing your stories with us. Thank you for sharing things that have come true in your life that you've been working on. Like, thank you for sharing your life. It's an honor and it's a privilege. And thank you for letting us share ours. And we're really excited. We've got some fun stuff planned for next season. Mm -hmm. We have some unreleased archives that we might oh, dip yeah, yeah, in yeah, as yeah, a yeah, bonus. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got stuff in the mix. Some so. seven layer dip, like ready <laughs> to be served. Yes, we're we've got stuff stuff in the fridge. We're ready. We're ready to show <laughs> y'all in the fridge. I love it. <laughs> we do. So we're ready to show you guys. We hope that um, some of this resonated. If you know, take what you like, leave the rest, and we love you. Thank you. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. See you next time. Goodbye. Bye. I hope you had fun today. Thank you so much for listening. We're manifesting that this becomes something. So if you enjoyed this, help a sister out and give us a rating or tell your best friend so we can connect more people like you. Talk to us anytime. Easiest to reach us is on our Instagram. Kindle is at Kindle Hannah with no H at the end. And I am at Angela underscore party. Also, we wanted to give a quick shout out to Nicole Spolerich, our magical audio editor, and Scott Hoying from Pentatonics for the sparkly intro. You two make us sound like we're not just two girls sitting on the living room floor with a mic, so we love you for it. Anyway, we love all of you guys. See you next Wednesday, and stay woo-woo.